What's up, everyone? Kevin Allen here from DFS Army, and this is your FanDuel way too early. First look, NFL Week 1 2021 lineup breakdown. All right, everybody, it is about a week and a half from actual kickoff, and it's just another great time to take a look at the FanDuel salary um, pricing for week one, 2021 NFL season, daily fantasy football right around the corner. So I want to just get prepared. This is just where I kind of like to look over, give a brief glance at the salaries, uh, players, any kind of values that are popping to get an idea of how lineup construction is going to look. And I'm going to tell you, having looked things over, What's interesting about week one is there's a lot of values there. There are great looking plays across the entire spectrum of pricing. And one of the things that FanDuel does different than DraftKings, FanDuel makes makes it really kind of easy to put together lineups with a lot of studs. Their salary algorithm is much, much softer in a lot of ways. A lot of pros don't really like that. They like the tougher, more um, accurate salary pricing that you get on DraftKings. FanDuel makes it a little easier to make kind of whatever lineups you want. So, you know, before we get into actually making lineups, what I like to do is take a look at the Vegas totals and spreads just to get an idea of which games might be interesting um, to target for game stacks, tournament stacks, and things like that. And, of course, as we took a look here at the uh, DFS Army Domination Station Optimizer and this being the game tiles, you can see that the top spread of the week is KC against Cleveland, 53-point total, with uh, Kansas City coming in as a 6.5-point favorite. I really like this game because um, while Cleveland is a pretty good defensive team generally, Kansas City doesn't care. It, it doesn't matter. KC's too good of an offense generally to affect them by a pretty good de elite defense maybe, but not a pretty good. Like the Bucks in the Super Bowl, sure. Too soon? Sorry, guys. Sorry, Kansas City fans. But I really like this game because I think that playing KC, a lot of people are going to think that Cleveland is going to run the football a ton, as they normally like to do. But I think in this case, with KC likely to get off to an early lead, if the spread works out as expected, we can get a lot of throwing from the Browns here. So uh, the Browns pass catchers and game stacks are in play for that one. So let's keep that in mind as we build our lineup. Um, Packers, Saints, sure, why not? Jameis Winston. At the helm for the Saints, uh, Winston is known for being in games, turning to fiestas. Of course, Aaron Rodgers, a uh, great player, so could get lots of scoring in that one. I think that one's going to go a little under the radar for stacks. Actually, let's focus on that. Um, uh, let's do a Packers-Saints passing game focus in this uh, in this lineup. So it'll give us something um, to center us. Now. The first thing I like to do when I whenever I build a lineup is I'm looking for value. And I always start at defense, guys. I know this seems a little bit backwards, but this is where I start. I like the cheapest viable defense. So I'm going to look, starting at the bottom, uh, Cincinnati, Minnesota. Okay. If we need it, I don't mind going to Cincinnati here. They're not a good defense, but they're cheap, and who cares? It's, it's a defense. Hard to really predict um, who's going to do well. I don't really want the Browns at KC. Lions, San Francisco, I'm going to know. Houston, no. Houston is a team that basically is just here to lose games this season. I don't want anything to do with them. Arizona, Tennessee, no. Jets, Cardinals, interesting. Um, Jets playable, I would say, against uh, their old quarterback, Sam Darnold. Darnold 
you know, is a turnover machine or he has been. So I think any defense going up against Sam Darnold is playable. Um, Titans, I don't really want to mess with. Chiefs, no. Bills of Pittsburgh, no. Giants, no. Saints, no. Eagles, no. Vikings, no. Jacksonville. So next viable defense for me, I'd go Bengals if I want to go the cheapest. Just fuck it. Play the cheapest one. Jets because they're playing against Darnold, turnover prone quarterback. And the next one is um, the Jaguars at Houston because Houston is a trash team, right? Um, any other defenses that stand out? Nothing really stands out this week as, as something where I want to pay up. All the way to the top, San Francisco, no. Seattle, no. I don't want to pay up, so I'm going to lean towards paying down this week. And let's just plug the Bengals in here. Now, I don't think they're going to be very good, but. If I have to, I'll go to Jets, Carolina. I think the Jets um, facing Sam Darnold is fine. But let's start here all the way at the bottom with the cheapest defense. That's how I like to do it. All right. Now, a couple of players really stand out from a value perspective at running back. Now, the biggest news we got this offseason was, of course, the injury to Travis ATN. No competition for touches for my boy, James Robinson, who it happens to be facing Houston, a team that came into the season essentially saying we're going to lose every game and we don't give a shit what you say. So I can't see them playing really tough defense here. So, you know, of course I'm playing James Robinson at 5,900. And again, this cheapie allows us to stud up at other positions. So I really like him. Um, some other viable plays. Uh, now, FanDuel, we want to focus on running backs. We want to focus on touchdown scores above all, right? DraftKings allows us a little bit of PPR sort of um, uh, leeway. FanDuel, it's touchdown or bust for the most part. So I like touchdown scorers. I like teams that are favored. Edmonds doesn't really fit the bill. Miles Gaskin, we just don't know how Miami's going to deploy their running back committee. So I'm not down with that. Uh, Mostert, probably decent play here. Healthy, starting, um, playable here if I'm looking, if I'm dying for value. But uh, I'm going to keep flowing up here and see if we can do a little bit better. Mike Davis, uh, again, Atlanta. He doesn't have much competition for touches, but Atlanta doesn't tend to produce a ton of fantasy points from the running back position. And this is FanDuel. I want to pretty much lock down good to very good running backs. Here's a guy I really like. Like uh, Austin Eckler, much more of a DraftKings PPR play, not a touchdown score. Antonio Gibson was a touchdown machine for Washington last year, and I'm going to plug him in this spot going up against Chargers. Uh, Washington's at home. I, I like the play. I definitely like Joe Mixon as well here. First game of the season, you know, not enough time for him to get hurt. He'll be hurt like five games into the season. But for now, guy's still healthy, so he's very playable as our flex uh, running back, and I do want a running back in my flex on FanDuel. Almost always. Almost Always. So Joe Mixon's very playable. Let's see if anybody else stands out. Jonathan Taylor, um, home game uh, against Seattle looks good. And of course, the top zone. The, these guys are so sexy. I, I'd love a, a little bit of Dalvin Cook here going up against uh, Minnesota. Of course, Christian McCaffrey against the porous Jets offense really works as well. Um, and Alvin Kamara, no. Uh, I'm probably going to save Alvin Kamara for DraftKings. So let me plug in Dalvin Cook over here. You know, interesting, here's a little interesting factoid. The bust rate on Dalvin Cook is the lowest in the league, even lower than Christian McCaffrey. When he plays a full game, he almost never busts. Let's take a look at the evidence. 
Last season, one, two, three, four, five, six. All good, good, decent, good, bust. Got the 8.2 in week, I don't know, November 29th. Had one bad week. You know, some weeks that weren't elite, expected ones against New Orleans, against Tampa, against elite defenses. Still did all right. Tough one against Chicago. Okay. But like in spots where he was supposed to dominate, he did his thing. So um, the lowest bus rate, even lower than Christian McCaffrey's, I think it's at four point something percent bus rate, meaning not hitting at least two um, X on his salary level. So really, really good consistency from Dalvin Cook here. I'm going to plug him in. Now, at the beginning, we talked about let's kind of build this lineup as a stack of that Green Bay game. And I'm going to start with my value wide receiver from the Saints. Everybody knows him. Everybody loves him. Marquez Callaway. Been crushing it in the preseason. He's 5,200. Really, really easy um, player to plug into your lineup. Look how much salary I still have left. Considering I really haven't... um, you know, paid down everywhere. I've got 7,300 left across the board. Um, I still can take a tight end that's cheap and pretty much stud up everywhere else. But Marquez Callaway, a bit of a cheat code for week one, might be a little too popular for tournaments. I think it's going to be a very popular play. There's a lot of other low-priced wide receivers that I really like. But um, the nice thing about Callaway is he does get us into our game that we kind of like here or that we're going to target. If I'm playing Aaron Rodgers, I'm going to play Devontae Adams, but I'm going to tack on the double stack here with Bobby Tunyon. So we've created a Green Bay stack, Rogers, Adams, Tunyon, comeback, New Orleans, Marquez Callaway. Now, the reason I don't want to load up on players from New Orleans, just because I don't know who's good there. Obviously, Kamara makes a little bit of sense as well if we want to go really intense with the stack. And we certainly could swap him in um, for Gibson. Actually, maybe that makes sense. We go full blast game stack here. This will be more of like a Supreme tournament lineup. And um, I could also have just switched Cook, my stud running back to Kamara. But I actually think I could find a wide receiver at 5,900 that I'm comfortable with. So let's take a look here and see what we've got. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of guys here in this range that I like. Um, Marvin Jones Jr., Corey Davis, Cortland Sutton. Every single one of these players. I really like T. Higgins. I wish I had, or or Claypool even. So I wish I could squeeze another couple hundy out of this lineup. But I'm perfectly fine going into a lineup with like a Corey Davis. I actually think Corey Davis will score a touchdown week one. Um, the way he was used in the preseason looked really, really good. I'm going to modify this lineup here. So this was an Aaron Rodgers version, and this is a pretty solid stack. I mean, this is a, uh, a Packers-New Orleans stack where you're getting... Two players from the Saints, three players from the Packers, a couple other nice pieces all spread around. Now, a really nice tournament lineup right there. If I want to readjust, we'll grab these players, these these stack players out of it. We'll put Cook back in up here. I get a second a second version of a lineup going here. Um, so one thing I don't like about Rodgers, he's priced up pretty high. Um, he's a little too close to Kyler Murray, Pat Mahomes for me. Um, to, for comfort, but let's take a look at a Kyler Murray uh, stack. So let's maybe take a look at stacking Arizona, Tennessee, and, and you might be getting the idea. This is how I 
like to build lineups. I like to build them around games. So I, I find my core plays, guys I like a lot, like James Robinson, maybe Callaway here. Um, Kyler Murray, good guy to pair up. He, he's a running quarterback, but I, I want to pair him up with DeAndre Hopkins. And we're looking at Tennessee, so it'd be nice to have a comeback here with maybe A.J. Brown, right? Let's see what the salaries do when we when we throw a full blast Murray, Hopkins, A.J. Brown, come back with A.J. Brown. Again, if you want to go full-scale game stack, I can add in Derrick Henry here. I don't think that's necessary. Henry could go off on games where Hopkins doesn't have a good game or, or where A.J. Brown has a bad game, vice versa. So a lot of different potential outcomes there. I don't think you need to. I'm pretty comfortable with Dalvin Cook here, so I'm going to leave him in. So we'll do sort of a smaller uh, Murray, Hopkins, A.J. Brown situation. I've got 6K left. So with 6K left, I can't really stud up at tight end and also get a quality flex in here, as we've seen already. There's not that many. I, I want to pay up a little bit for running back. I want to get to about 7K here and get like an Antonio Gibson in there. Let's see how much I have left. 5,100 at tight end. Let's see if that's if that's a workable number. Austin, who uh, not looking too good. Don't love. Ferkser. There we go. I love it. I love it. How much money do I have left? 400. Can't even really upgrade my defense enough to make a difference. No. 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 Would have been nice, but check out this lineup. It, it's really, it's really not bad. Kyler Murray running quarterback stud week one, second highest game total of, on the slate. Got James Robinson, Dalvin Cook. I can switch Dalvin Cook again very easily for Derrick Henry and go like full blast game stack here. Actually, we'll show what that looks like with um, Derrick Henry in there. So we now we've got a full blast game stack. We've got our um, cheap wide receiver of the week in there, Tennessee. Uh, I mean, Anthony Ferkser, Tennessee. So more on the stack. I've got Brown, Ferkser from Tennessee and Henry with uh, Murray and DeAndre Hopkins from the Cardinals. And I've got a little bit of salary left over. So I can either go from, let's say, Antonio Gibson up to like a Jonathan Taylor type, which I like, by the way, totally down with that. Or we can upgrade this defense from the Bengals up to, uh, I guess, Jacksonville. I don't really like doing that. I don't care about defense. I don't want to pay up for it. I don't know that one defense will do better than another. Minnesota looks pretty good. Maybe that one, uh, I guess, would be of interest. But for the most part, I think I would leave this and maybe go from Taylor to uh, from Gibson. I love Gibson this week, too. But from Gibson to Taylor or something like that. So a couple of iterations of first look lineups. What we've seen is there are some incredible values on FanDuel that allow us to pretty much build lineups however we want. Um, I think by the time we get to actual game week, I'm going to probably want to get uh, Travis Kelsey into my lineups. Uh, tight ends just torch the Browns. And I just can't imagine building a lineup without Travis Kelsey in it for week one on FanDuel. So that's a quick look, guys. Remember, if you want to get access to the Domination Station Optimizer, uh, all of our tools, cheat sheets, the, the chalkboard is awesome. If you guys, if you like playing cash games, especially the chalkboard is awesome. It really just lists all the chalk plays. Like you could just plug them in in, in your cash games and print money. So um, of course, the Domination Station Optimizer, Players Club podcast that I'll do every Saturday of the season. Tons of premium tools. I can't even detail them all. 
We've added Yahoo coverage this season as well. So get signed up at DFSArmy.com as a VIP. Get access to all the tools. Make sure to like and subscribe to the video. And I will be back later in the week with more full coverage of the NFL Week 1 slate. Make sure to subscribe to this channel to get all of that. Uh, the playbook is our um, Break Down All the Games show where we take a look at betting angles and DFS angles. That will come out Wednesdays each week, so be around for that as well. And, of course, the Players Club on Saturday. So that'll do it for our NFL Week 1 FanDuel First Look lineup.